Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. So glad you're here with us today because our topic today is affects everyone out there listening. It affects men and it affects women. But today we're, we are of course, are always focusing on our women. How does financial freedom affect you? Well, when I listen to financial freedom, when I say those two words, I have a uh, two different ways you could look at that. Financial freedom might mean that if I get an extra $100, I go out and spend it on a purse. Or financial freedom might mean to someone, I have a hundred dollars, I'll put it in the bank so that when I really want something, it'll be there for me. Those financial decisions that we make are learned so early in our lives. They also will affect any decision that we make as we go through our lives. You know, we are faced, we the women of the world as nurturers, we many times don't get into the major decisions of money management as far as living is concerned when we're in a marriage. We may be more or less part of the marriage, but we're not a decision maker. Then there are some situations where you are. If you have never joined with another person in marriage or money management, then it's something you are solely responsible for. How is your relationship with your money? Well, that is going to be the awesome subject that we're going to talk about today. So I want you to find your favorite place get your cup of coffee, and get ready to hear my very interesting, knowledgeable guest. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Nina Bagdazar. Today, she is going to share her financial wisdom with us. She is a certified financial planner and financial coach. She has been advising people on financial matters for over 20 years. Her passion is about financial, is more than just, as you'll notice, planning. It's also about the coaching from a holistic perspective. She offers her clients a much wider scope than just financial planning. 
This wide and deep perspective helps uncover limiting beliefs that interfere with good financial skills. For example, she helps people understand that their attitudes about money caused by a blind spot in a, well, no, back up. She helps people understand that their attitudes about money were learned when they were five to eight years old. And oftentimes, weaknesses in a person's money issues are caused by a blind spot in a totally different area of their lives. She is able to help people understand those issues and then find solutions that address the limiting beliefs they might have and offer practical strategies to manage their money. What a wonderful, vast, wonderful bit of knowledge Nina has to offer us today. So I am excited to welcome you, Nina, to this program. Thank you so much, Joyce, and I'm thrilled and honored to be here. I just wrote in my journal, today I'm in Joyce Pubert's show, yay! (laughs) Aren't you, dear? Well, listen, we have so many good, so much good information. I'm strictly the student here, and you are the authority. So I am so excited that you're here to share your wisdom because I'm going to li- listen very closely as well. And you're going to hear, because money has always been a challenge for me as well. You know, and I'm like, I know about that $100 that you get in the mail. And there was the day that I'd go out and go, oh, I can go spend this money. <laughs> but then now today, there has been progress. I know we need to put that money to a good uh, in a good spot. So tell me where you... I know you are, uh, how did you get in financial planning? Well, I went to graduate school and learned all the things about numbers and and, um, thought I was really interested about the steps of financial planning and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then six years ago, ago, I really felt called to teach ladies about financial planning because when we retire, we usually have about two-thirds of what men have if we started yeah. with the same retirement purse. So I was thinking, there's something wrong, and uh, yeah. I will want to fix it. Yeah. And uh, then when I was teaching those classes, I realized that when I teach steps of financial planning, women are just not in their power. That is not uh, a power place for us. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, so, yes. Mm-hmm. Is that because our roles have so many, so much through the years been um, more of service than more of getting out there and, you know, acquiring? Is that part of it? Or why is it that that's such a oh, wide acceptance in most women, for most women? Well, um, it is that one for sure. And it's also because... You know, the whole society works uh, uh, with the tenets of um, um, male power. And the male mm-hmm. power is all about setting goals mm-hmm. and strategizing. Mm-hmm. And we just don't feel that we are in our power when we have to set goals, follow steps, and strategize. Women, we evolve and grow in wisdom, even financial wisdom, when we connect with each other 
uh, uh, gift affirmation, mm-hmm. and learn to listen to our inner uh, guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, but we don't naturally gather to talk about finances. No, it's still a taboo. It's kind of a secret, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what we learned from our childhood. If there uh-huh. was a situation at home where um, we learned that, oh, it's bad to talk about money. For example, I was three years old when my parents were making their big quarterly mortgage payment. And I heard mom say to dad, I am broke. Do you have any? And dad said, I'm broke too. Uh-huh. And I went to the neighbor's house because I thought I needed to fix that. Uh-huh. I knocked at the door and it was the wealthy physician lived next door. And uh, I said, my mom and dad are broke. And I was three years old. Oh, my goodness. You could remember that from three years old? Yes, because wow. what happened afterwards. What happened afterwards? <laughs> the doctor went and knocked at my parents' door and said, um, could I loan you some money? <laughs> and my my parents were so embarrassed. Yes. And and I got such a, a <laughs> punishment from it. So I do remember it. <laughs> I learned that it's a secret, a family secret, and uh, it's shameful to talk about money. Right. Yeah. Well, I I remember more in my household that yes, money was limited, limited, but it was more arguing. Mm. You know, you spent too much. You spent too much. <laughs> never, uh, mother never said to dad, "You spent too much," but it was always going toward mother. You spent too much because she had the responsibility of spending for us. Yeah. Uh, there was a sister with me, and. Uh, so how does that impact somebody? Well, um, it means if, if you are told that you're spending too much, then you will have an anxiety about around money. And it will either be that the rest of your life, when you have money, you feel that you need to, you go to chronic overspending to prove that uh, you know, that what you learned at home was wrong, or mm. you become a hoarder and and you are so tight with your money and you're so scared to spend so that you would be a good girl. Uh, mm-hmm. So it can go either way. Ah, well, what determines which way it goes? I think it's just other psychological uh, factors like... Uh, Are you a rebellious one or not? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bingo. (laughs) Oh, you hit it right on the nail. Well, so when a woman, um, so they have to deal with uh, their relationship with money. And, And you said something happened six years ago that made this very apparent to you. Yes. Was it a particular incident or was it just the growing growing knowledge that women struggled so much with their money? Now, I've asked you a big question, and we only have a few uh, seconds before we go to break. So um, we may have to uh, break this in the middle. But I know that some of those, so I'm going to take off here on some of those limiting beliefs that we have is one that there's not enough, that there's fighting in the home about money, that um, we 
because we always have to share clothes or we can't go out and buy new things like other people in our class. So these are all building um, proof that it takes money to have freedom and we don't have that freedom. We will be back with Nina where she'll explain to us more of money management, how it affects our lives at from the early age of six or seven. So we will be back shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Today we are talking with my guest, Nina uh, Bagdazar. Sorry, Nina, I kind of stumbled over that. Um, but anyway... Before going to break, I had mentioned the word financial freedom. And so I'd like for you to share with us what that meant to you when I said those two words and expressed them. 
Well, thank you, Joyce. Well, since I'm in this manuscript mode, um, you know, when we have those um, crises in our childhood, when we learn about money in the wrong way, um, one of the scripts we learn that money is freedom mm-hmm. and, um, and money is power and more money will make me happy. Yeah. And, and then we have the other script in our mind that says, but I will never have enough to afford everything I want in life. So mm-hmm. this is part of money worship script. And it causes chronic overspending to buy happiness. It causes credit card debt, uh, spend compulsively, and, and so forth. So financial freedom um, in, in a wider uh, scope means a good thing, right? It mm-hmm. means that uh, we live comfortably and we don't need to worry. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, in this... Uh, in this context, it means that uh, money is the only thing that, that can free me. Yes. And it becomes dangerous to our pocketbooks. Well, in a society like ours that has so much credit card debt, um, that's a pretty good indicator of what what we have what does that indicate well it really indicates that we are a compulsively behaving nation and uh and we are seeking happiness and uh and um and uh you know you retail therapy sometimes yeah. it makes you feel good doesn't it oh indeed Indeed. <laughs> when you have that argument or you feel stressed or you need just a release, instead of taking a run you t- uh, out in Mother Nature, you take a run to the store. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and fill that void. Mm-hmm. When, when you are working with a client and you see this in their um uh, in their relationship with money. How do you start approaching their recovery? Well, first we have to make them aware. And uh, I have a questionnaire, and so we go through it together. And uh, Mm -hmm. then if they notice that there is a pattern, uh, for some people just noticing it, um, Mm -hmm. they will start uh, changing their behavior. Um, They try to be more on top of it. But then there are people who have really deep scars, and, and then it just, sub, you know, it's in the subconscious mind. So mm-hmm. that's, that's when you need financial therapy, and I'm not a therapist. Right. Or, you, um, or uh, there's a thing called tapping. Tapping yes. has been proved to help tremendously with these uh, manuscripts. Mm. Yes, the uh, emotional tapping uh, technique. Um yeah is I know some of that work in it. Um, so I know that that has been very beneficial for a lot of people in developing their financial future and management. Um, now, I'm going to take a little turn here, and I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about you. I understand from your accent that you were born in another country. <laughs> Yes, I'm from Finland. I'm Finnish, and um, 
I came to this country 26 years ago, and my plan was to stay for one year uh, to get on my resume after graduate school that I have been to America. <laughs> and uh, so that was 26 years ago. I go back home to Finland every summer. My parents are still there, my sisters, my nieces and nephews. So um, I take my children there every summer, and uh, that's why I can't get rid of my accent. <laughs> Because you don't speak English, you go back to. Is it what is your language called? Finnish. Finnish, yeah. Finnish, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you decided to live. You live on the west coast, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, so that's. And do your does your family enjoy coming to the states? Yes, they. Every time I call them, they say, "Is sun up?" And I said, yes, Mom, sun, it's sunny always here. Just come on over. Oh, that's right. <laughs> because Finland the latitude. A... Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so you decided to stay here and become a financial advisor. And in your development, you found that the financial advising also took in some needed, some coaching to help spending patterns um, what are some of the solutions that you like to use when working with people? Well, there is a, a study done recently of, of people who are the top earners in the United States and their psychological profile. Mm-hmm. And, um, and one thing is that they don't have the kind of money scripts that we have about worshipping money or avoiding money. Uh, but what they have is knowledge financial knowledge. They score really high in that. So part of my, my job is to, to take small steps in people understanding um, really how, how money works. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is just that we need to clean our wallet weekly. Oh, really? Why yes. is that? <laughs> because that's, that's where you are in control. You know what you spend. Oh, okay. All right. I once had a friend tell tell me that I needed to have my money flat in a billfold. That's right. Do you also you agree? Yes, and then you you put them in the numerical order. I not numerical. Uh, value order. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And the reason behind that? It's just to show that you're in control of your money and you appreciate it. Yes. Money is energy. Right. So, so, um, all right. So, another step that you would ask them to take is to know how much you make. You'd be surprised how many people don't know how much they make weekly and monthly and annually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a very important. The next one is: Do you know how much you keep? And there are two things that. Uh, that affect that one is our expenses and the the other one is taxes so we yeah. do need to know a little bit about taxes like what tax bracket income tax bracket we are in because you know it's a sliding scale so if you are pushing toward the the top of your bracket you need to be careful so that you don't go over it to the to be charged even more mm-hmm. Well. Mm-hmm. so um now, when you're dealing with the the taxes and saving for the taxes at the end of the year, do you pr- 
do you suggest that the ten percent that you you say the next one is you pay yourself first, mm-hmm. putting ten percent away? Does that take in the uh, the the? Is that where you save for your taxes? No, that is for you. Ah, okay. <laughs> you don't give it to IRS. <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> but it might be really hard to start with ten percent if if so. Um, my clients start like first two and a half percent when they start feeling comfortable in that. Then we go to five, and then seven and a half, and then we build it up to ten. Um, but it is really important that we pay ourselves first to recognize our own value, and that takes us away from that survival mode too, where we just look at, oh my gosh, I have this many bills, and I and all this money is going away. No, we don't start from there. We first put 10% or whatever percentage you decide away. Mm-hmm. Somewhere you can't touch it. It's yes. for you. And when you say for you, then it's in a saving spot, not a spending spot. Yes, you need a little spending spot too. So if you can negotiate with your cable company to get a lower rate, what you mm-hmm. save, that's your slush money. <laughs> So, ah, so you need uh-huh. to be kind of creative and try to save money in your wireless bill or whatever you can save. So that's the goodie money that you can uh, go and spend. Because we mm. need that too. We need to have fun with our money. Oh, indeed. Uh, I was reading once about places that you uh, spend overspend without realizing you're overspending. And it's uh, if you went to the drugstore or you went to Target and you're walking down the aisles and you go, oh, you know, the glitzy, the little shiny things that get Mm -hmm. your attention. And you go, oh, that's and it's only ten dollars. Well, I think I can have that, so it goes in the basket. And by the time you leave, you have spent an extra $35, $40 of yeah. glitzy little things. So it, it sneaks up on you, doesn't it? It really does. And it's been said that more money has been lost in those emotional buying purchase uh, decisions than in stock market crash. Because we do it daily. (laughs) So that is one area that we really need to watch when we are um, out just doing our daily routine is how much of that money do our, is our eye caught with the shiny object attitude? So if, if, if one has a a compulsive uh, spending disorder, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It could be a good thing to write a shopping list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And to stick to it. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a break here. And when we come back, you will hear more from Nina. As you can tell, she has so much valuable information that we can put in our spending life. So stay tuned, and we'll be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. 
Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. The WooHoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. We are talking with Nina Bagdazar, a financial coach, and she has been sharing some of her wonderful simple steps that we can put into our money management skills. And Nina, tell us, we had gone over, clean your wallet weekly, know how much you make a week, month, and year, know what your fixed expenses are weekly, monthly, and yearly, and then know what your, um, sorry, and pay yourself first, which is, you put in here 10%, but you say that's an adjustable figure that is a decision. And then know what your tax bracket is. So there are others that we need to put into practice as well. Yes, and this, this next one is an easier one because it doesn't require any knowledge. It's just a change of attitude and energy. And it is to, to try to generate the attitude of gratefulness when we pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And that sounds kind of a hard thing to do, but mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how how positive energy around paying bills and being grateful that we have electricity and be grateful that we have the the wireless network. Um, when we are positive around money, um, that money energy uh, is uh, expands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you agree? I agree. I agree that 
it it would apply to money as well. But even when we are grat when we are grat grateful for the many things that we have in our life, it increases our energy level. So it would only make sense that as we're writing those checks, as we're spending for services, as all of that, that we be grateful that we can even do those services, have those in our lives. So I agree very wholeheartedly on that. Mm-hmm. And so another one? Well, uh, I think we already touched this a little bit, um, that uh, we have to move from being uh, surviving to uh, thriving. And, mm-hmm. and that's just a change in our attitudes because the only thing that can really hurt us is our thoughts, Right. Mm-hmm. So changing our thought patterns from, oh my gosh, can I pay those bills, to, hey, it's great to pay the bills. It's, uh, the world is an uh, abundant place. There's mm. no scarcity. That is mm-hmm. just the thing that we learned when, when we were kids. Yes. If we, if we just are open to, you see, um, my friend Linda says, uh, stress makes us stupid. <laughs> I like that. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Oh, um, now are you talking there about affirmations, statements, positive statements that we should create and repeat during the day? Yes, yes. If if that helps you, by all means, just by catching those negative uh, survival thoughts. And just mm-hmm. let them go, not judge them, but just let them go, just to notice mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. maybe try to replace them with an affirmation. Like, right. oh, money is coming to me easily. I have more than enough. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Do you have this, a good one? Yeah. Well, uh, um, I am a never ending receiver of good, of oh, money flow. Um, that's beautiful. You know, I, this is, this gets into my listeners of more about changing the energy level of where you, where you live to increase your, raise your energy level so that it, it is more accessible to you. For some people, that's a new thought. You know, they've not worked with the, they've not been introduced to the energy level and may even say, oh, poo. That's a bunch of poo. That's just a bunch of air, you know, hot air. But I encourage my listeners, if they have not and put this into their daily lives, try it. Be open to explore and see if changing the attitude around your money, of the attitude of receiving around your your money coming into you. Just try it. That's what holds us back from progressing and growing and getting more in our lives is when we become so rigid in our thinking that we're not open to new thoughts. So just a word of encouragement to my listeners. If they're not totally in agreement with some of this information that we're giving them, that they open and explore. Yes. Because that will relax their mind, and maybe they will come uh, up with new solutions if they mm-hmm. have money trouble. Yeah. We want them to get out of that survival mode. 
yes. and to get in the, to the this the place where they're open to receiving. <laughs> you know, I'm always so excited when I find a penny. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people that bends over and picks it up. Yeah. And and I've seen so many of our young people just go, oh, it's a pity. Mm-hmm. And here I am picking it up. But I think everything is a gift now. The more I, I study and become aware of this energy, I think everything is a gift. Yes. Yeah. And besides, it's good good exercise. Just bend over, get that <laughs> penny and pick it up. <laughs> And go yeah. forward. Uh, yeah, so, if we talk about the high energy, you know, if we show up with high energy approach toward life and our business and our work, it always pays off. Mm. Now, you refer to something also that sometimes we have the belief that, and this again is one of those beliefs from early childhood, that you have to work really hard to have money. Mm, It must consume your day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And uh, haven't you heard when you work it, oh, he or she is such a hard worker. So there's Mm -hmm. really virtual to, to break your back to make some money. And and all you have heard that money doesn't grow on the trees, so right. that implies too that you have to work really hard. Mm-hmm. And what happens sometimes, I've noticed with my clients who are professional ladies, mm-hmm. that when they start making really good income, mm-hmm. they become workaholics because they try to justify that good money stream coming in that they feel oh. that they don't deserve it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and they work too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. I mean, uh, one of the things that since I've, you know, since I began my transition into coaching and and working with uh, not only speaking but also coaching clients is that I've become such a good a student it's mm-hmm. like I, I'm a sponge now, and I just want to learn more and more and more. <laughs> and so I find that, that with that, learning more, that we all have 24 hours in a day, that sometimes I do seem to focus more on listening to another webinar, reading another book, uh, things like that that will grow to my, will add to my knowledge. So in a situation like that, I'm almost having to force myself now to put in my playtime. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. We we can become consumed with learning and learning is a good thing, but we really need to find the balance. Yes. We need to rest. Our mind needs to rest to become really creative. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if uh, if you have that tendency to want to um, learn more and you're cutting down the balance, as you say, of your life, then you may have to make uh, um, appointments with yourself so that you get the play time that you need to have in your life, um, making sure that on Friday night or Saturday night you have something special that you want to do and that you go and do it or call a friend. But be sure that you keep the balance in your life. It's very important. Now, yes. 
And uh, I, I really hear you on that because I have the same tendency. I lo- love to learn. And so that just came straight to, from your heart to mine. Thank you. <laughs> so, Nino, when you're working with a client and you see some of these habits, how, how do you, I mean, you know, you know the importance of balance. So how have you um, put that into your life? Do you make appointments with yourself? Do you say one night with friends? Do you say one night? I know you're a married lady, so do you have date nights? or How have you addressed the overworking part of our personality? You know, I do struggle with overworking. I do struggle because there's so many things to learn. And uh, so um, I try to exercise. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That's a good thing. Yes, and my daughter is right now here from college, so she makes me <laughs> run with her every morning. <laughs> oh, very well. It's great to have that uh, added yeah. push. I need a pusher. <laughs> yes, I do too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry <laughs> to see her leave, but uh, she needs the education. <laughs> yeah. So, other social things that you do, have you done those? I mean, do you make a point of doing those, or yes. Uh, I, I belong to ladies' group, and I belong to a book club. Yes, and wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I uh, had the opportunity last Saturday night. It was really such a treat. I was, uh, you know, in East Texas, where I'm from, there are lots of country and western singers. Oh, this is mm-hmm. where they start, but then they go off to, Nashville or wherever their uh, life takes them. But I had that great opportunity. It just fell in my lap to go hear Linda Davis sing. And it was such a nice break from my normal routine to see such talent. And, of course, for me, music is always an, a healthy outlet. Yeah. So it was my nice break last week to oh. uh, for my first time to hear Linda Davis sing, who is a country-western singer. We are going to be breaking here for um, a few seconds, and then we will be back for our final segment with Nina, and she will be sharing with us more of her financial wisdom. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. 
LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Nina Bagdazar. I keep trying that, Nina. I keep trying. It's okay. And, you know, when we talk about finances. We all have um, our own unique approach to those, depending upon our early scripting in our families of origin um, and how we were taught to walk the financial path. There's, as adults, there's a, um, for women, many times we may not be sure if we should work with a financial advisor, if uh, we have enough money to work with a financial advisor. And so I want Nina, if she will, to address how does one make that decision of who they need to go to when to help them in developing their financial picture? Well, yes, uh there is that question always, do I have enough money to go to financial planner? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you don't, you should go. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there are financial planners who um, work on on hourly basis. So uh-huh. they just charge you per hour, just like if you went to see a coach or a, uh, a therapist. Yes. And so you might just need a couple of hours to, to get started. Yeah. Um, and, and this is so that women feel that they don't have enough money to see financial planner. It has really um, um, caused me to do a lot of soul searching. And I'm actually in process of, uh, of uh, developing a, a webinar that will be called something like School of Wealth. Uh-huh. Anybody, you don't need to have a penny on you to right. um, to be able to learn the basics. Oh, Nina, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, you know, I, yes, I found I found with working with my um, financial 
advisors and my accountant, both being males. And I, they're very dear, respectable people. But I found that there is a limit in that they only know the, the management of the money. They do not understand what may result in some of the actions that we do with our money. So the whole uh, background that you're addressing, the reasons why we do what we do, they don't, they, the two guys that I work with, they never address that. It's more of they're handling the money. And so what's there? And so I just think this is such an awesome part that you have begun addressing because it is, that's really the key, isn't it? It really is because no matter how much we plan with our numbers, if our heart is not uh, with it, it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. So I I am so um, appreciative of your desire to address this part of handling your finances, women handling it. And of course, there are men that have also the same questions, the same doubts, the same um, problems that we do as women. But I uh, going back to your statement about women when they retire have a smaller amount of money in reserve was very interesting to me. And is that because of the way we look at money, we approach our money from risk-taking to we're just different. We are different. Women and men are different. We are different. And the male financial planners treat women differently. Even if you are a young, um, young professional lady making a good income, they still uh, might invest your money differently than they would make uh, invest the money of the same kind of male. Because oh. they just think that the women need to be protected. That's in their DNA. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, the research has shown that the... Um, Financial advisors um, all the time invest women's money in less risky uh, places than men. So when we have an economical upswing, we don't reap the fruit. Ah, that is very. We are not there in the cutting edge of uh, of getting um, the stocks that are most profitable because they are most risky. Yes. Well, when you say risk, then you also take the down. You have to look at the downside. If yeah. that does not uh, work out, I can, you know, I can see that. One of the areas that I um, see my clients and working with my clients as a life coach, um, when we talk about vacations, we may not approach it from the financial side, but we're approaching it more from the time side. Um, they, It's almost like, well, I don't have enough time because I need to be doing all these other things. How important do you think it is that we factor in our vacation times? 
in our lives. Oh, it is so important because I believe we were not created to be on this planet to work. That's not mm. our main um, calling in this life. We are here to enjoy and expand in the good. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to make a commitment to be a, um, loving and kind and compassionate to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um, vacations are so important. Right. You know, I find as much benefit many times in the two or three days. It it maybe not a, a not a trip away, getting on an airplane and going great distances, but maybe even a driving trip to a small town in East Texas that's kind of, we have several colorful little towns here. And I find that to be very rewarding. It's just changing the scene and um, enjoying it with another person. Yes, yes, it is. And and when you come back home, Joyce, you probably have great new ideas for new radio shows. <laughs> yes, we do. We have directions that we want to go, and then, then the way we want to uh, uh, develop our next step. Now, this webinar that you're thinking about doing, uh, now we really want you to do that, Nina. Well, thank you, Joyce. You know, we women, we need that affirmation and that support from each other. That's one of the things that uh, is so important uh, in financial planning for women, that we need to support each other and um, and cheer each other on. Mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting that even in studying and building our our financial picture, we need the feminine approach to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you offer. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as we're closing, getting close to the end of our hour, do you have any suggestions other than what we've covered as far as good advice for my listeners? Well, it's been a real pleasure to to spend this hour with you, Joyce. Um, I would just want to encourage everybody that, you know, even if you don't have money, um, just um, start to read a little bit about money and how it works and because knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and uh, you know, and keep the positive attitude. Yeah. And begin the simple steps. I mean, mm-hmm. they can start those today, which is the, you know, find out where they are. I like the just the very practical thing about your billfold, cleaning out your billfold and getting your money right and laying it flat. I'll do that today. (laughs) (laughs) But knowing those very simple steps and just knowing where you are, where do I stand today? And if this is where I stand today, then possibly I need to to work in this area or another area so that I can get stronger and become more secure in my future. Now, is there a, is there a number they could call you, Nina, or? Sure. Yes. My phone number is area code 949-887-8935. And they would call you with a, any question that they might have about their financial uh, yes, situation? Anything. Mm-hmm. 
I'm happy. I'm here to serve. This is my calling to to educate women, and uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. Well, all right. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, money management is an ongoing practice for most of us. We can take those baby steps. We know some of the beliefs that if uh, we have working in our family and they've come to work in our minds. And so taking those steps that can change those money beliefs is very important to our future. Finding a person with Nina's talents can be very beneficial in helping you move forward. It takes a coach to help you move through some of those transitions. You need her support and you need her knowledge. And Nina is certainly one of those coaches that you need to put in your basket. <laughs> For sure, Nina. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. Yes, uh, it's very important because the power that you this, that you would feel after knowing you are secure and you are successful in producing and holding on to your your future with ease will make you feel pretty powerful. So I thank you for being with us today because Nina, you have just been awesome. We appreciate your knowledge. And we appreciate that you share it. So until next week, I want you to think about what can I put into my life. Do the billfold. Find out where you are today. And then decide if you need to call Nina. All right? Well, we look forward to talking with you next week. Have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 